Welcome to the podcast that teaches you how to transform your life and your business. Here is your host, Rick Hyland, and this is CI for Life. Hey, it's Rick Hyland with another Continuous Improvement for Life podcast. Uh, great to be with you here today. I'm going to talk about effective delegation today as a most underutilized tool in the leadership toolkit. And there's many good reasons for that, but I try to I'll try to uh, debunk the myths, if you will, about uh, how and why it's important to delegate to really leverage your time, energy, and your success, and then show you the benefits. And then uh, show you how. Um, so those are the three questions you expect me to answer in today's podcast. Um, why don't leaders do it more? What are the benefits to delegating well? And how to delegate effectively? And uh, at the end, I'll give you a book recommendation and also a free tool if you want on how to delegate well. It's a PDF uh, that you can email me at rickh at ciforlife.org. And I will send you that, but I'll give you the book recommendation at the end. Um, so first of all, let's deal with why don't leaders do it more? And I have at least eight reasons. I'm sure you could think of more. I'll try to debunk those a little bit as we go through, but also in the benefits and the how. Number one, they're too busy to delegate. This is a little bit, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this one right now, but it's a little bit, bless my mom's heart. She uh, jokingly, I think jokingly told me a few years ago, many years ago, actually, uh, to, Rick, we'll start budgeting as soon as we get out of debt. Oh, I'll, I'll start delegating once I figure all this out first, right? I'll start delegating when. I uh, hope you'll, uh, after this podcast, debunk that idea that it's better to start now. Um, number two reason leaders don't delegate, that they can actually do the job better and faster. And that is a big trap to your leverage and your long-term success. Remember, our overall goal is on these podcasts and in my coaching to help you exceed your goals in less time and less stress. And you cannot do that um, if you're stuck in the, I can do it better and faster. Um, I've told you this story before on previous podcasts, the people that I love that I worked with for many years, some of which are so good at articulating and developing senior client relationships and at the hazard of they didn't want to delegate anything there and their business didn't grow as far and long as be as successful. But me, I wasn't as crisp and articulate uh, articulate with clients on, and senior client relationships. I knew the importance of it, but was able to figure out a way to delegate and leverage my time, energy faster and grew the business faster. Um, so that is a real trap that will limit your success and I, and your uh, stress management and your um, uh, time management. Number three reasons um, leaders don't delegate. They've tried, but employees haven't picked up the task well. And what we're going to show you on this podcast today is how to do it well, how to do it. Um, part, the part on our part that we can do better as leaders is clearly articulate what we expect. And I've got a tool and a thought process up for you on that. Um, number four reasons lead, leaders don't delegate. They want to, they don't want to overwhelm their employees. So they don't want so they don't pass on the work. That is a good, noble desire in your heart, but it's very short-term thinking. 
In fact, I'd like you to think about if you're in that reason that you don't delegate, that although your intentions and motives might be good, the practice of not delegating because of that actually limits your long-term employees' success, their development. Everyone has in their plan, I want better leaders, I want succession planning, I want all that, right? That's in your business plan, many of you. If you're going to do that, you got to learn how to delegate and delegate well. So it's a win-win. So it's empowering. So they love picking up that task, keeps you crystal clear and you're honoring uh, the work they're doing. So we're going to focus on what you can do differently in order to delegate more effectively and develop your people more fully. Number five reason leaders don't delegate. They just don't, don't do it well. And that's what we're going to focus on on that pod, this podcast here today. Number six reason leaders don't delegate. They're running a tight ship, cost conscious, and they don't have any EAs to delegate. Mm. This may come off as a little bit harsh to some of you, my friends, but that is penny wise and pound foolish. If you're an organization over a million, approximately, that's just a benchmark, you should have an EA for your senior team at least. Um, and uh, Queenie saying you probably listening to this podcast and others that I've worked with in the EA role. And man, did they ever leverage my time and energy and stress and help me achieve my goals. I'll just give one example that Queenie used to do. In the busyness of all the quadrant run, busy meetings and things you had to follow up on, she got on my calendar regularly on my, you've heard me, if you've listened to my sales podcast, the importance of a top 20 customer list that are in your circle of influence. You just need to warm up, cross-sell, upsell. She used to keep that list for me. She used to get on my agenda, used to develop and brainstorm next steps, used to plan the travel to go do that back in the day when I had to travel to do everything. And um, just took that quadrant two activity, focusing on my ideal client to get in front of them more often, to add more value, figure out the next step and keep that ball. You know, that's it's such a trap, right? As leaders, we get so busy on good things. We don't get time to do those quadrant two items, like sales items, like follow up with clients, right? If there's an email from a client, it's easy to follow up. It's in the urgent. It's in quadrant one. But that developmental, that stuff I want to add value, I want to get them to top of my mind. Uh, I want to stay on the top of their mind. That's the value add stuff you have to do in their top 20 list. And Queenie Sang and many others did that for me. Uh, huge benefit, huge benefit to make sure, particularly that they're helping you get to your quadrant two goals. And I know many of you are listening. I hope that that uh, of the clients that I'm working with now, I hope that struck a chord, positive chord, that is. Number seven reasons leaders don't delegate well. Um, perhaps they don't want to share the credit and glory. I don't know too many people in that bucket anymore, but if that's you, if that's your hat, if that's wear it and uh, don't get uh, upset at yourself, just try to shift. Ronald Reagan once said, there's no limit to the amount of good you can accomplish if you don't care who gets the credit. Love that. Number eight reason leaders do not delegate effectively. One, I am, and they might have this in their head, even if they don't say this out loud, although I've still heard a lot of leaders say it out loud, but mostly in their head. I'm the leader. I need to figure this out. That is a massive trap. Time sucks. Stress suck. Effectiveness suck. Big time. Um, I hope to get you thinking about that it's honorable 
to be vulnerable and to be self-aware enough to figure out what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, often delegation and EAs or to peers, et cetera, can help you overcome your weaknesses. You get people on your team that can cover for some of your weaknesses, strengthen some of your weaknesses. Those are ideal delegation situations. And also that you get this idea that I'll mention over and over again, you're leveraging yourself in an effective way. You're limiting yourself if you have limiting beliefs around delegation and your overall effectiveness. Anyhow, I'm sure you could think of more. Those are my top eight reasons why leaders don't delegate. Hopefully we've debunked a few of those as we've gone along. Second question I promise to answer is, what are some of the benefits to delegation and effective delegation? Hope these will uh, strike true to you and and, uh, make you want to try and delegate more. Number one, benefit. You can get more tasks in your business plan done, and particularly your quadrant two tasks as you leverage and delegate. In fact, the only way to scale a business is to figure out how to leverage others. Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy um, wrote three great books last year, and one of them is called, remember 10X is one of them, and I've done a book review on that one and, and highlighted it as my number one book for 2023. In that top seven books for 2023 was another one. Of, it's a simple concept, not a hard read or a listen. It's called Who Not How by Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy. Subtitled, The Formula to Achieve Bigger Goals Through Accelerating Teamwork. And that's really what we're talking about here today. You can get more done through effectively delegating who, not how. Um, And their challenge and the fundamental premise of their book is don't ask, how am I going to do that? That's a stress question. That's a 2x question. That's a time suck question. Ask yourself, who could do this? Who could pick up this ball? And with my clear delegation, as we'll talk about here in a second, could really drive this home and it'd be a win for them and win for me and leveraging for my time and energy. Number two benefit, you can develop your employees better. You can develop good succession planning. You can have them step up through good delegation. Need I say more? I know you all want to do that. Number three benefit to effective delegation. Um, so that you can shed those items not in your zone of genius or those things that you've got your 10,000 hours on or those things that you have deep expertise in. How many times are leaders sacrificing that time, quadrant two time, deep expertise time, for just getting other things done that they could delegate and empower others through effective delegation? Number four reason and benefit. It's great Uh, for time management and stress management, as I've highlighted already. Number five benefit, good delegation can strengthen your weaknesses, as I've highlighted already. And number six, bottom line, bottom line, you can make more money for your company and for you. Honest, honestly, you are sacrificing the amount of time freedom, stress freedom, and money freedom you have by not effectively delegating. If you're really good at certain tasks that you're not delegating, if you don't have an EA, if you're not empowering your people for the different reasons we've already highlighted. So anyhow, hopefully that's um, not offended you, but grabbed your sense of awareness that, yeah, I can do better. That's all I'm looking for out of those two first sections. So as of always, I love the hows. And um, I love discussing the hows. And there's two models I want you to think about under the how do I delegate effectively. One is 
I think I first learned it, uh, Ken Blanchard, One Minute Manager, Situational Leadership. And a very simple way to delegate effectively is to tell, show, and let them try, and then follow up. Tell is something that I'm going to share with you in a framework. I've got a PDF developed on how to tell and, and, and delegate more effectively. Um, show, that's when you model it for them. Maybe it's a presentation, maybe it's a meeting, maybe, maybe it's a one-on-one, you, if, if possible, or maybe it's a client. You, you take that first client and you do the, the discovery call and next time let them do it. And then, you know, let them try, give them feedback, follow up in your one-on-ones on how well they're doing so delegation doesn't fail, right? That's key is the follow-up there. So that kind of leads us to the really important part about how to tell or how to set up that. And I have developed a PDF. If you uh, email me at rickh at ciforlife.org, I will send you this free copy. But basically, it's called Transformational Leadership Delegation and Support. And again, I got these ideas. I've changed it slightly. I think in Dan's book, they called it Impact Tool. I've changed it based on my experience on how to delegate well. But it's the same principle. Dan's argument, Ben's argument in that book is often we don't delegate because we don't know how to do it well. And often we don't do it well because of two things. One, we're not super clear ourselves on what we're expecting. We send a text, hey, do this. That's super frustrating for employees. Or Hey, can you give me this report without taking time to explain and get clear? And so that's one of their main points. Take time to get super clear and then follow up in your one-on-ones on how they're doing. So how do we get clear? So I've got in this template here, key questions for you to ask. It's two pages. The first page is a fill in the box, answer these questions. And the second page is just some examples for you to look at. But let me give you a highlight on some of the things, questions you should be asking or sharing in this template or another different type of template or email, but written is best. Here's the questions. What is the result you want to accomplish? First thing you want to share in your email. Why is this so important? Second question. What's the meaning or value or purpose behind it? So if they understand that, you're going to be much more effective in delegation, particularly the newer, younger generations today. They want to know the why. They want to know why this is so important. Third question, and this is just gets at more level of clarity. What's the ideal outcome? What does that look like? Describe that in some words uh, after you delegate this particular task or project. And then on the right-hand side of this first page of the PDF, it just gets you to really clarify what your success criteria are. The question is, what specific results and activities must be true for this project to be successful? So if you've already shared the end in mind, Right now, this is when you can say, Hey, don't make too much management time, don't scare our employees, don't, you know, whatever uh, is the criteria that beside the end result you want. Here's some to do's and to not to do. So that's your chance to get super clear on that. I know a lot of people that have delegated, person goes running around, uh, creates a big storm in, in the senior team, gets everybody's time and energy, and, and even gets some clients involved in it. And all of a sudden, this project's becoming bigger than Ben-Hur and uh, overwhelming people. So that's your chance in the success criteria to really pinpoint, yes, I want this result in this delegation, but here's some success criteria. Here's some do's and some don'ts. And then finally, at the bottom of the page, what coaching in this and support will you provide to help employees uh, or your contractor or your EA be successful? 
And that might be, you know, every other week, a one-on-one where we'll follow up on that, right? The two biggest things you can do to leverage your time, energy, freedom, success is to delegate. But inside of that, the two big criteria are be clear on what you expect. So you set them up to win rather than to fail. And two, follow up. And in this document now, you can see how we've addressed both of those, right? I'm going to follow up every other week on how you're doing on these different delegation items and maybe some other strategic items you want to have in your one-on-ones as well. So hopefully that's uh, helpful for you today to think about um, how you can delegate and really leverage your time, freedom, stress, and success. This is email management, time management in general, scheduling quadrant two time, and now this third one in a series of podcasts over the last several weeks. How do we delegate more effectively so I can leverage my leadership time, be more successful, take less time and less stress? Anyhow, hopefully this is useful. Uh, Please don't forget to share, comment on this podcast and uh, share it with friends that uh, may want to watch it or listen to it. And that's all for now. I'm Rick Hyland with Continuous Improvement for Life. Cheers for now. Bye.